Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. And we're going back to school. Summer's over. Get your books. Get your pens. Get your... (laughs) We're back to school. Uh, Yeah, this is the back to school week at Tremble. Um, And uh, Steve literally went back to school. You know, that's why he's not here this week. Uh, He he decided to, like... um, It's like that movie... With uh, Adam Sandler, where he has to redo all the grades, Billy Madison. Mm. Yeah, that, 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 that's where Steve's at. He has to do all the grades. Poor uh, Steve. Yeah, I well, believe hopefully him. he survives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we brought back a uh, fan favorite guest back to join us. Hey. And then Taylor's here as always. How are you two doing? Pretty good. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. Caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> I was so lazy today in terms of making coffee that I just went and got like a Coke Zero out of the fridge. I'm like, this will be my caffeine today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's all right. We're at school. That's that's probably better for you than coffee anyways. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Back to school. Got our uniforms on. I don't even know if schools do uniforms nowadays. They probably don't. I think that would, that would just be like such a big issue for parents and all that. I'm sure. I think it's like color codes these days. So it's like our mm. school has these colors. Ah, uh, see, I want to just dress with a very specific color code, and then somebody asked me about it, just be like, "That's my school's color code." Like I, just, <laughs> I have to dress in purple and, and orange. That's just how I have to dress. Uh, yeah, we're talking about, uh, school-based horror movies this week, and, uh, you may be asking yourself, how many school-based horror movies are there? There's, there's a few, but, uh, we're talking about two of the better ones, at least in my opinion this week. Uh, the first one being Class of 1984, uh, a, a movie that when it came out divided the critics, there were actually critics that loved this movie, which watching this movie now, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, this seems like a movie that critics at the time, at least, would hate. So I'm kind of surprised they... Maybe they... maybe those critics just really hated teenagers. And so they, they loved this movie <laughs> because of that. You know, they probably thought this was how school was. So they probably... And the movie definitely kind of paints it like it's almost like... A, a documentary or mockumentary or something where it's like oh many of the schools in the u.s are like this but they're not this bad or something and you're like oh okay like when the started it had some sort of disclaimer being like this is based on a true story and i was like yeah, yeah is it is this based on a true story yeah. tell me which story this is based off of please <laughs> yeah but then i actually looked it up and it the director actually was inspired by certain incidents that happened at different schools across America. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Dang, America. Like, he definitely yeah. kind of piecemealed it. But, yeah, I think there's, like, some basis in reality, which is wild. Um, 
yeah, this movie, uh, it's it's a weird movie in that, man, those punks just really keep getting out of hand. <laughs> like, I'm surprised <laughs> nobody just goes in and just, like, hits them or something. Just it's like, go sit down. Like, stop it. But I guess, I guess you know, it's up to Perry King to uh, stop these. Perry King, by the way, not a very favorable actor at the time. He was in a movie called Mandingo which is very controversial. He got a lot of flack for that. So he constantly was complaining while on the set of this movie because he was just thinking, like, I'm, I should be doing better things than this. But he had to make up for Bandinga. So here we go. Classic. He, he tried to get his image back by beating up some Nazi punks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because, like, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think Perry King is really that, like... Like, do people talk about Perry King? Not really, right? Like... No. So, so I don't think it's planned to, to get back from the career misfire that was uh, Mendingo really worked out for him. So, anyways, uh, what is this movie even about? That is a great question. The official summary of the class of 1984 is a new teacher at a troubled inner city high school soon ends up clashing with the delinquent leader of a punk posse that runs the school. Amazing. Just, just amazing. Uh, by the way, that uh, the leader of that posse, uh, he um, Timothy Van Patten, he's kind of like this big uh, clan of people, or like dynasty of Van Pattens. He's he's a part of that. So, if you recognize that last name Van Patten, it's because he's a his family at least is a pretty big deal. So. But maybe they were like, yeah, sorry, Timothy, we're going to kind of shovel you aside. You were in this weird horror movie about parks. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so, he's so good in this. Yeah, he is. He really does play him as like somebody who really knows how to like manipulate people in events and stuff like that. Like he's mm -hmm. really good at that. Oh, that scene with when like his at his mum's house like oh my god i was like oh i know what kind of kid you are like oh the worst kind no. of kid. yeah i'm like oh i hate you so much oh yeah. man and i was like up until that point i was like is he is this gonna turn out that he's got like the trophy like his father's abusive or something like that but no he's like got like a normal home life basically with a yeah. mom who seems to actually care which means he's yeah. just an asshole like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, yeah uh, this movie just rules the first time i watched it uh was for um uh the last driving with joe bob briggs they, they did an episode on this and uh, i'd never heard of the movie before and afterwards i was immediately like i want to talk about this on trouble because this movie just rules <laughs> uh yeah it's it's a wild movie too like uh also i spoilers for a bit for the ending but when like after everything is done and like the the stegman's that dead basically i like the thing where it just flashes the text and it's like he got away with it because nobody saw it like what i don't think that's yeah. how the law works yeah but okay and technically that's how the law works in this town because like basically every time the the asshole punks did anything the teacher was like, um, they did this. And everyone else was like, um, did you see it? No. Ha ha ha. We can't do anything. Yeah. So it, it's pretty fitting that in the end, he gets away with it because nobody saw him do it. <laughs> yeah. 
There uh, were all these witnesses, but apparently no one saw anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of like uh, the cops walk up to a crime scene. It's just this gruesome, bloody murder, and they're like, oh, "Well, fucking no one saw shit, so I guess we're just gonna clean this up and go home." Like, <laughs> what else can we do? <laughs> we could do blood work. We could bring in some analysts, but you know what? Nobody saw anything, so we're gonna just call it a day. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work, you know. <laughs> It's like, you know what, guys? We we just, no one saw it. We just listened to go home. I don't know why. I just always pick on that as just being, like, so incredibly funny. Because it's like, they could totally have had, like, a scene or two where, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the teachers, some teachers saw it and defended him because they knew the kid was a piece of shit or something like that. But instead, it's just like, nah, no one saw shit. So, <laughs> uh, Beck, was this your first time watching this? Yeah, um, I hadn't actually heard of this film. And then when you were like, yeah, we're going to do it on the podcast. I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And yeah, I, I didn't really have any expectations going into it. And I was like, damn, this is actually really good. Right. And and considering like this was made in the 80s, but so much of it is still so relevant today, mm-hmm. especially like for American schools, like when they were going into the school and they had the metal detectors. Um, I remember talking to my housemate and I was like, that is a thing in the States, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's wild. Well, like, I think part of the reason why this movie is so good is it's written by Tom Holland, who, if you don't recognize his name, and no, I'm not talking Spider-Man Tom Holland. People will probably think <laughs> that. Is Spider-Man doing this? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Fright Night, Child's Play, writer, um, Tom Holland, who, uh, he's a great writer. He really understands horror and, like, how to make things creepy. I think this mm. was before, yeah, this was a bunch, before, like, his big, big breakout hits, like, Fright Night and Child's Play. But still, you can kind of see a bit of, like, that writing style that he has, where, like, he definitely kind of pits, pits them against each other. And the, really, the movie is about Stegman and the teacher kind of, going head-to-head for most of the movie. Uh, Taylor, how about you? Is this the first time watched? I don't think I heard about this one before we watched it either um, until I saw it on the list. But I'm always down for a good... I mean, it's kind of like a revenge in like the last 20 minutes is like mm. a revenge for like a little bit where uh, the teacher kind of gets back at all the assholes that fucked with him and like even right up until the end he he was gonna like lift the guy up and like help the guy and and ugh, none of them none of them deserved it yeah. uh i kind of i kind of i kind of wish at the end instead of trying to help him up he was just like nah fuck you and he just let him hang there <laughs> well there was like another ending where uh, Stegman just decides to like kill himself, like commit suicide because he knows that it's gonna like he can have it pinned on the teacher. So it's just like last little bit of like fuck you to the Damn. teacher. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Kind of actually would have preferred that to the ending we got, to be honest. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I almost, I almost kind of think that's maybe not in the character that he was playing, like the 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 kid who seemed to be kind of scared of death anytime that someone threatened him with it yeah. um i wonder if that's why they changed it but that would have been an interesting ending too mm-hmm. yeah and i think that we kind of forget because let's be honest everyone looks much older than 18 <laughs> <Yeah>. in <this> film. 
Um, and that's what I had to keep reminding myself. I'm like, oh yeah, these, these are meant to be kids. Cause at first oh. I was like, you know, maybe there'll be an arc or something and you'll be like, you know, they're young and they're going through a hard time. But then there were points in the film. I was like, nah, fuck these guys they need to die. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're also Nazis. So yeah, exactly. As soon as I was like this, nope, nope. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah. They, they can go. It's okay. As if it's like the writers were like, we kind of have to make them really despicable. Let's make them Nazis. Like, yeah. just in case you had a little bit of doubt in your mind. Um, I think I'm going to take a wild guess and say Michael J. Fox was probably the only one who was an actual teenager when they were making this. It, that, that other band chick, she also looked kind of like a, a teenager. Yeah, she too. did. Actually, never mind. He was born in 61 and this came out 82, so he would have been 21. Oh, isn't he? Oh, wow. So he, looks like, he looks so young for a 21 year old but oh well i guess that's, that's why he cast michael j fox <laughs> um cool uh yeah we've got a couple emails here kayla says i prefer the ending where the teen commits suicide when he's hanging there instead of the teacher letting go yeah i mean it plays out relatively the same but yeah i think it would have been cooler if you had the team basically being like, fuck you, and then just peace. But it was interesting, Taylor, what you said about like him having like a fear of death. Because, like, yeah, I could totally see that, too, where he just doesn't – he's fine with other people getting harmed, but when it comes to himself, he's just like, he can't deal. He's just like, no. Mm. If he was going to die either way, would have been interesting. But now I'm like is, – is, is, did they film that ending, and is it like – up somewhere in some special features or is it just like a i think it was just written but not shot right okay yeah. okay uh but it when he does die though like they definitely linger on him a, a lot like when after he's hung i was like oh mm-hmm. you're brave like i'm cool with it but i wonder what the censors at the time were thinking like uh you're showing a teenager's dead body hanging from the ceiling like can we x that a little bit we did see a teenager already get like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not severed, but like thrown onto a saw blade. So, <laughs> oh man, that... so many great kills in this movie. I mean, yeah. mainly yep. at the end. There's not a lot of kills, but in the last little bit, teacher all of a sudden turns into um, uh, that guy from Death Wish, and he's just like mowing people down. Uh, Dave says, can we get, have more Alice Cooper soundtracks for horror movies? Sure. Yes! Yeah, that opening was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Jason Lives, Alice Cooper. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, Alice Cooper definitely likes to... I imagine they were, like, this was probably back in the time when he was doing a ton of drugs, so they were probably just like, you do it? He's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Because <laughs> um, actually... Um, I just watched the documentary on Tom Savini, just a side note, and um, Alice Cooper did the song with the lead singer from Twisted Sister, and they filmed it in a school, and apparently the film clip actually got banned from MTV because of how gruesome it was. That's awesome. Uh, Okay, let's get to awards. Uh, We got favorite line. I know not as many quotable lines as Heather's, but does anyone have any lines in particular that stood out? The one that I wrote down was after the the 
Stegman does the piano solo, basically, in the band room. And the teacher is still like, nah, get the fuck out of my classroom. He's like, Stegley doesn't play in other people's asshole bands anyways. And then he just, like, leaves the room. I thought that was, like, sassy and hilarious. <laughs> what about you, Beck? Do you have a favorite? Um, I, I kind of liked it. Like, it was annoying, but it fitted so well how they were like, come get it, teacher, teacher. Because you know those students. You know those kids. <laughs> oh, man. Just despicable on so many levels yeah. um i'm surprised that the the professor or teacher didn't go on a rampage way earlier in this movie to be honest oh, yeah <laughs> he waits until his like wife gets raped and yeah it's like, and that's like, your breaking yeah. point yeah and even after that he was gonna help the kid up like ah oh, i can't get over that at the end <laughs> of the day he's still a teacher <laughs> yeah they were probably like yeah we can't have him just like kill this kid right like he's gotta try to like help this kid out even though it really doesn't make sense. Because at that point, it's like, yeah, you raped his wife. You threatened his unborn child. Like, eh, he's probably just not, he's probably stopped during at this point. He also tried to kill another student. He tried to kill Michael J. Fox. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which they really refrained from killing him. They're like, uh, he's in ICU. And I'm like, oh, you didn't want to commit to the bit. But I get it because, like, <laughs> he's a teenager. It probably would have looked bad if you were like, we killed a teenager in this movie, even though he's trying uh, to. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line, and it was one that just cracked me up laughing, was when the, one of the teachers says, sit down. And he says, sit on this motherfucker. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> it's just great. It's so, so good. Uh, best performance. There's a lot of good performances in this. I don't think it's an obvious answer. Um, someone else go first. Who, who we think? Um, Timothy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he was he was absolutely fantastic in this film because yeah, like I was watching it and I absolutely I hated his character. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. like you were yep. such an asshole. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and everyone else was, like, very obviously visibly an asshole. Like, the, the two other goons dudes had, like, swastikas on their shirt for some of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they they visually made them look terrible. But, yeah, yeah. The, the main guy, the Stegman guy, was just, oh, uh, fuck it. You just wanted to grab him by the throat, basically, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Such a douchebag. Uh, is thing, though, Roddy McDowell's really good in this, too. I mean, he was in a bunch of horror movies. He was in um, Fright Night as well. Uh, but I think he does a pretty good performance. I'm going to go with Perry King because I think he does a great job of, like, showing how the teacher slowly is, like, just going mad from these students. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, man, I really was t- I was in a tough bind. I'm like, I really like Timothy Van Penn as well as, as Stegman because he's just so despicable uh and yeah they they show that like he has no reason to be like he's got a good home life people seem to be like relatively nice to him like he just seems to hate people so yeah life's too good for me how can i fuck this up for everyone else which is really what makes him the worst like yeah you're you're just mean for the sake of being mean at this point what about you taylor back i think i think timothy is probably the well just because of his character too uh just does a little bit more than some of the other characters in this movie which is Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
Oh, I, I don't know if I've mentioned the sequels to this movie, which I think most people are surprised when they hear that there's a sequel to this movie. And it gets even weirder in the sequel, if possible, because it's set in the future. Like, it came out, oh. came out in, like, 1990, but it was, like, set in 1999. And they put, like military robots in the school as teachers that are then the students are still like organized gangs so it's basically a robot movie in the second oh my one. goodness oh it's so dumb. It's that also... sounds amazing though at the same time yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of is i mean if you watch this movie and you're like this is pretty okay maybe i should watch class of 1999 please do because it's basically got robot teachers killing gangs and it A oh. makes no sense, but B is also amazing. And and they called it class of nineteen ninety nine? Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> at least at least they named it properly. I was gonna say if it's called class of nineteen eighty four too, I'm gonna that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a really weird movie because it goes so heavily into sci fi and it really doesn't make any sense, but it also is amazing at the same time too. I'm guessing they just some... couldn't figure out where to go with it, I guess. I'm guessing somebody was probably like, we should have robot teachers. That's cool. And they're like, how do we get there? And they're like, oh, I guess we'll have to write something around that. because <laughs> How do we get there? We're going to 1999. <laughs> <laughs> the far future of 1999. <laughs> Hope you're ready to be an all-star. Okay. Well, this is... Yeah, I just wanted to mention the sequels. Because, yeah, there's, there's a sequel to that one, too. Like a direct sequel to class of 1999 as well that is not good uh it's called class of 1992 so yeah it bucks the trend of the proper naming structure okay. uh, it's called class of 1992 the substitute and yeah that's where the franchise oh. just ended but yeah i'd say class of 1984 is the best one in the franchise and then 1999 is is fun if you're maybe under the right influence um <laughs> I definitely was was under the influence a little bit when watching these movies, but yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, best kill. I put the Mel Shop teacher from hell because that was just awesome when he just puts the guy in the saw blade, just like saws him up. Yeah, that was that was also my favorite kill. That was such a good scene. I was just like cheering. <laughs> I mean, other than uh, the other teacher, the one who pulled the gun and then drove off in a frenzy and jumped off another oh. car and it, the car exploded. I'm assuming he that, died from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was also very cool. That was insane. I think actually that teacher might have been also one of my favorite characters because he was just on a ride the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he was like at the end of his rope. And that's what just made him so great. Like, it was good to see a teacher who's been around these kids long enough so you can see what kind of effect they have. Yeah, like him drinking at the school. I'm like, oh, of course, every teacher's dream. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Opens yep. up his suitcase. He's got, like, a loaded gun in there. Like, right. <laughs> Man, I do kind of wish that he was the one who got to go on the rampage killing all the people, though, because he definitely yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, as soon as they killed the animals, I was like, they all need to fucking die. Yeah, <laughs> the bunnies. No, the bunnies. Oh. Yeah, that, oh, I hated that. I was like, fucking bastards. Heartbreaking. And a, a sign of true evil that someone could do that to that teacher. Right? Because oh, yeah. he's like a biology teacher. That's his, like, that's his thing, right? So 
Yeah. Taylor, did you have a favorite kill? I think I have to go with the the. Well, it's a toss up between the saw blade and the teacher blowing up in the car because that was kind of random and came out of nowhere, and I loved it. Uh, yeah. But the saw blade was brutal, and and it felt good watching that asshole get what he deserved. <laughs> I'm trying to remember now, and I saw this movie last night, so I shouldn't have a hard time remembering. But like, he was pouring the gas, and then he had the torch behind the car. Did he light that on fire at any point? I can't remember if he did or not. I also can't remember. I just remember him hitting that other car, and then his car flips, and it just explodes like Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Just no chill whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, I think it's time to rate this movie. Unless I missed something. No. Uh, did we do Dumbest Decision? Oh, we didn't do Dumbest Decision. I knew it was missing something. I'm like, there's got to be something. Uh, <laughs> dumbest Decision. Uh. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, my first thought is antagonizing a gang of Nazi punks because they're probably going to be psychopaths basically but i don't know i don't that kind of that's kind of the whole point of the movie yeah i think he should have gone on the rampage sooner yeah teamed up with that other teacher yeah just slowly one by one slowly killed them off and they're like trying to figure out like shit how could we the like defeat them and then like yeah just like kill off another member kind of thing like week by week oh that would have been a satisfying movie right or even if, like, they just killed one of them, just to, like, send a message, and then, like, Stakeman's just like, oh, shit, okay, I'm not fucking around anymore. Like... Yeah, just, like, leaves a note on them, just... <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you us. don't study, boys. <laughs> Stay in school. So, I was also reading up on behind-the-scenes stuff on this movie, and I thought, found it funny that the girl with, like, the pink hair was apparently, like, a punk in real life. So when they hired her, they're like, we're going to hire you to be a punk. And then they're like, yeah, but we're going to like do your hair pink. And she's like, punks don't do that. Like, that's not punk. And they're like, yeah, it is. According to our movie. She got really upset that she had to wear half pink hair. She was like, that's not punk. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I imagine, too, like, if you were a punk watching this movie, you'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm not an asshole. What What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean Nazi punks fuck off, right? They're yeah. they're they're all assholes. None of them are real punks, anyways. No, not the true punks. Ah, dumbest decision. I'm gonna say, uh, kidnapping and raping his wife, because that really was the breaking point. He seemed like he was just like you know crashing some cars, getting into some mischief, and then they, they did that, and that was when it was like, oh, that's it, Stegman, you're done like cross the line so yeah i'd probably say that i mean that was just brutal too to watch like that's just one of those scenes i mean most of the scenes in this movie are like cheesy but like kind of funny in a way but also mm-hmm. they got like some scares but that that scene when he's like raping the wife i was like oh god this is this is tough so yeah this movie kind of flip-flopped a little bit on on tone because some things that the the punks did were like yeah really fucked up like the bunnies and the rape scene yeah and then for the rest of it it was kind of like they were just shitheads like they they didn't they didn't seem like an actual like dangerous gang they mostly just seemed like asshole teenagers except for the couple of actually fucked up things they did so it was kind of a weird like tone mood 
whiplash a little bit for some of these scenes. Yeah. Yeah, it felt a little weird in spots. Um, I'm Here's the thing. I wonder if they were, like, trying to go for, like, a Peckinpah. Uh, there was that Peckinpah movie that he made where Dustin Hoffman, uh, his wife gets raped and he goes and kills the people. Straw Dogs? Yeah, that's it. I don't know if they were trying to go for a Straw Dogs type deal and then they just shoehorn that into this movie where it doesn't really make sense. I'd be really curious to ask the writer about this. I'd be like, were you just like last minute, like let's do a straw dogs reference. So that's what it felt. Well, it was very, well, it felt very, um, clockwork orange. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, they said that like the influence of this movie, at least was partially clockwork orange. So that would make sense. I think there was another thing. It was like some kind of like, high school movie from the 50s or something like that but I, I forget the name of the movie that they were supposedly referencing okay I think it's time to give this a score what is everyone thinking for a score uh, I think I'm going to give it an 8 okay uh, just because, like, overall it is, it's a great film, but it just loses some points because, yeah, like you were saying, um, they are a bit, like, flip-floppy with their actions and you're just sort of like, well, are you, like, full-on badass or you just shits? Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, I kind of wish that they started killing them off sooner. <laughs> yeah. But overall, a great film. Yeah, I'm, I might actually not go as high as that i don't know for me it was a little slow in some parts um like it did really take a long time to get to the the horror part like the the bunnies and that part was disturbing because obviously that's fucked up to do but it it didn't really give me a lot of like i don't know i kind of almost wish it had been done in a, in a way that made the the gang a little bit more creepy and disturbing instead of just being shitheads basically because yeah they they kind of just seem like they need a good smack uh until they go way too far but i don't know i think i'm i think i might give it like a six. Oh wow okay. yeah i might i might go pretty low with this one okay. I, I don't know I, I i i watched it fairly recently too like i watched it last night so maybe if it sinks in a little more or i rewatch it i might go a little bit higher but that's that's what i feel right now okay uh I'll go with an eight. Uh, I think it's mostly pretty good. I think, yeah, it definitely kind of gets into like a little bit of a back and forth between Stegman and the teacher a little bit for a bit too long. Like the point where they're like, oh, he's just, you know, he's uh, done something that's pissed off Stegman and then Stegman's done something that's pissed off the teacher. Like they kind of just go back and forth with that a little too much. Would have been interesting if they kind of like, escalated things a bit sooner um mm -hmm. but yeah I, I, I give it an eight I, I still really enjoy it i think the performances are what saved this for me like this is actually like a really well performed movie yeah. like all the actors are pretty well pretty pretty good in their roles um yeah so yeah yeah ten. it's interesting to note the guy that played stegman now just like mostly directs uh stuff like, he's mostly a director. He did uh, oh. The Pacific. He directed episodes of The Sopranos. Stuff like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Jane. 
Yeah. And then Michael J. Fox became a star. <laughs> yeah, Michael J. Fox, he became kind of popular, I guess. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Just 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 a tad, right? Yeah. Um Yeah, wow, the guy that did Please Stegman also directed episodes of Game of Thrones. So that's that's wild. Next time you watch this movie, be like, yeah, this guy did some episodes of Game of Thrones. So there's your fun fact. Cool. Well, until next episode where we talk about Heather's. Oh, I totally forgot to plug her social media. I'm so out of it today. I don't even know why. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The worst. Uh, Beck, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I've logged back into my Twitter, so if you want to find me on Twitter, I am Newt1138. And I'll try and update it as regularly as I can. Um, If you do have Shudder, I do leave reviews on Shudder, and my handle is GroovyNewt. So keep an eye out for that if you're looking for uh, any recommendations. Yeah, I'm always trying to, like, leave reviews because I'm so bad for that. Like, I'll watch it and talk about it on a podcast, and then other times I'm like... Yeah, I forgot. I forgot to do that. So, but uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? I hang around every once in a while on social media, and by hang around, I mean I mostly just lurk. My usernames are either Circeanic or Techronomicon. Depending on what you search, you'll find me either way. Um, and I have a blog where if I do anything else, I usually post about it there. It's just uh, blog. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll promote Steve stuff, even though he's not here. Steve will dead on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm over at 3 where almost every other day we're posting up some content. Uh, we On the most recent episode of 3 we reviewed Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. And then uh, I made everyone watch Chocolat, which was just a really charming experience and far different from what we just watched. So, <laughs> yeah, go Chocolat. All right. Well, until next time when we talk about Heathers, bye for now.